Hello, I'm Ruth. And I'm Jeff. And welcome back after a long hiatus to Ruth and Jeff's DVD Binder podcast. We are going to be jumping into a movie that we actually watched a little while ago, so it's a bit of a hiatus from our movie as well. Um, We are going to be talking about Pleasantville today. Yes, Pleasantville, which was... Less than pleasant, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Jeff was not a fan. Um, I have very good nostalgia memories of this movie. So for me, it was a little more of a positive experience. But let's go ahead and talk about it. So Sounds good. <laughs> first up, what, what did you hate? Like, what was your big issue with it? Do you remember your big beef? Oh, well, I, th- I think so. I mean, I mean, maybe we need to, to back up a little bit first mm-hmm. and just... Uh, for our listeners' sake, oh, yes. um, you know, talk a little bit about what the movie was about. And actually, you know what? Mm-hmm. I just realized because yeah. it's been so long yeah. since we did one of these episodes, maybe we should just remind everybody what the purpose of the <laughs> of this uh, podcast is about. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay, go for it. So uh, we have um, like hundreds of DVDs in a uh, three big black binders. Um, that we have lugged around with us over the years. And mm-hmm. Ruth has been really uh, excellent at uh, slowly getting rid of the actual boxes for the DVDs so that mm-hmm. they're now just in binders. But we still have tons. Like, I mean, like 700, do you think? Yeah. And I mean, we actually have like, even though we have three big binders, we also have a full shelf of like seasons of TV shows and things like that. Right. And not current TV shows. These are like Angel and... Buffy yeah. and Bones, all of Bones. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of uh, David Boreanaz kind of. Yeah, well, I mean, David Boreanaz is the greatest. I love him always, but yeah, he's great. I don't know. Is he even working anymore? Oh, I'm sure he's always working. He's always doing something. Yeah, he's got he's got a, a hustle going on somewhere. Yeah, he sure does. Um, well, uh, so anyways, we have all of these DVDs, mm-hmm. and uh, and so we thought, you know, we really should just work our way through them uh, and uh, and just decide which ones are good, which ones aren't good. And yeah. then yeah, what should we keep? Um, yeah. So but we have to, th- we have to watch them because there's a lot that, well, some that neither of us have watched and a lot yeah. that only one of us has seen. So we're doing That's this true. very, it's a joint, it's a very, you know, marriage building effort. It is marriage building. Interestingly, during a time of COVID, it's been, you know, nine or, nine months or something yeah, like that I'd say close to and uh and we i don't know if we've watched a single <laughs> uh one of them no. we probably could have gotten through the entire uh, dvd collection over this period we so. actually yeah i was to say we've been our, our teenagers have been making us watch good tv shows with them so but yes, they're almost true. they're almost old enough for buffy so then we can at least get through buffy yep so. very true so so, so okay so that's what this uh that's what this podcast is about yeah. um and yeah, we we did watch Pleasantville. Although, again, I think it's been maybe a year. Wow, that's amazing! If it's been a year, but not not totally surprising. I can I can buy that. Uh, so I mean, like if that's the case, then uh, you know, I, I I don't even know if I remember everything that it's about. No, probably not. And I yeah, I have very distinct memories of this. So it's a movie. Um, it's about a brother and sister who essentially get trapped in an old time Leave It to Beaver style TV show. The brother's a super fan of the show and a kind of nerd. Um, I mean, he's a total nerd. And yeah. his sister's kind of a bad girl, Reese Witherspoon and Tobey Maguire. 
um, right. play the siblings. Um, but they're fighting over the remote control that's magic or whatever plot point that was. And they end up trapped in this world. And then because his sister's coming And the world there, is black and white. Yeah, it's black and white. But his sister and him, honestly, they're both this catalyst for change to kind of open this town's eyes to the world around them and bring life into the town, essentially. Yes, yes. And so it is a not-at-all-thinly-veiled sort of attack on rigid uh, Puritan, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like close, close-minded, quote-unquote close-minded uh, behaviors mm-hmm. and thoughts that, uh, you know, are kind of stereotypical 50s. Yeah, yeah, values, 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 and uh, and the 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 main mechanism for change is sex. <laughs> yeah, very much. That, so. <laughs> that's basically the minute that any of these uh, lamo prude prudesters uh, uh, get in touch with their uh, sexuality in some way or another, uh, then suddenly the world fills with color. Just around them, they just they... around them, they become colorful. They they are uh, suddenly seeing other people who are colorful, um, and this is a big uh, problem uh, in the world. Yeah, yeah. I had actually forgotten how much sex was in Pleasantville. Like I remembered it as being sort of a plot point, but I forgot that it was, in many it, ways, it's, it's the lead the, plot point. Yeah, it's the yeah. heart of the movie for sure. It's the main character in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I was to say that is, I think, not totally inaccurate. So. Um. Um, uh, and, and I mean, and so what ends up happening too, is you start getting kind of like a, I don't know if it's a footloose sort of thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard in, at certain points. It's very difficult to know what this movie's politics are because, yeah. uh, you know, they have a thing where they need, they want to get all of the colored, uh, anyone who's associated with coloredness. Um, but it's not a racial thing at all. No. Um, just, although they're they kind of trying to co-opt some of that, yeah, that uh, um, that sort of stuff. But it, it, it's very hard to to read. Any, anyways, you know, the whole point of it mm-hmm. is, it's like, how can we get this entire town to to become, you know, te- Technicolor? Yeah, change, change the city. And you know what? It is like it very much is kind of. I think they were trying to sort of point out the problems of racism in it or something but it did end up just becoming about sexual revolution which is its own thing um the acting in it i actually thought was excellent like i love toby mcguire in it i think reese witherspoon's great in it jeff daniels superb william h mace like it's all around just a very like the cast is excellent i really like it is a great cast i am hard like man I, i just hated this movie so much yeah yeah you really i uh I that's... don't know if I can <laughs> quite remember. <laughs> well, Plus, because... Tobey Maguire, mm-hmm. I don't know. I love Tobey Maguire always. I liked him quite a bit back in the day, but I, for whatever reason, to me, he, his characters come across as kind of sleazy, and I don't know if that's just that's stuff. Just, that's Spider-Man stuff 3. That's, Spider-Man yeah, 3. maybe that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think the thing about this movie is that I mean, it's hilarious because I think you're right. I think it was a year ago that we ended up watching it and never did a podcast about it. But the thing I remember from a year ago most is how much you distinctly hated this movie. (laughs) You were just like, about 10 minutes in, you were like, this is like not like a thoughtful movie. Like, it's just like wearing its message of just like, 
this is we're going to change the world through sex and you were like this is so obvious there, there's no subtlety to this movie yeah that, i think that that's and that is what i f- was feeling about it because and i mean and interestingly i went into it really wanting to like it mm-hmm. uh because i remember when it came out uh 1998 yeah. so i would have been 16 i yeah. never i never saw it at the time but i remember being like because i loved special effects i remember thinking oh this is so cool wow you know how are they doing this yeah <laughs> i mean nowadays i can do it on my computer i can yes. do the same thing but but like no but you at know, the time at the time it was like that oh like sorry oh, you know what oh, you cut out for a second oh, there there you go oh, i was just gonna say i'm i'm fine with the whole sexual revolution thing i think it's that as you said so obvious yes yes exactly yeah no the the uh and I think that was my main issue with it. Um, and the other side of it was that it was like, it wasn't even like an interesting kind of sexual revolution. It was a purely hedonistic one. Like it wasn't like, mm-hmm. um, you know, a uh, exploration of interracial um, relationships, relationships yeah. or, uh, you know, any, yeah. any, uh, any other kinds of yeah, uh, just... non-typical no, it was just pure uh, relationships. White, white heterosexual relationships. It was just, oh, this person's in a marriage and her husband's a little bit, uh, you know, not very affectionate. So let's let her have an adulterous uh, uh, relationship and look how mm-hmm. much meaning she's getting out of it. Isn't that wonderful? Look, everything's mm-hmm. colorful around her. Like I, I that, that stuff, I was just like, I don't even understand how they're celebrating this in a movie. Um, yeah. And using Jeff Daniels to do it. No less. Because I, lo- I love Jeff Daniels. He's like maybe one of my favorite actors. Um, and just, you know, yeah. he's he's this guy who you really like in this movie. And then he ends up being kind of like, I don't know, like used by this woman or, or maybe yeah. he's using her. I don't no, know. No, it's yeah, I, I see your point. I feel like like uh, this movie almost doesn't warrant a full discussion. No, no, <laughs> that's true. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like for me, the, the top, the things I liked about it were the special effects mm-hmm. and it could have been an interesting movie. Like maybe that's yeah. something to think about. Like, yeah. like, you know, okay. So here the, the question I think that's an interesting one. I remember being in, um, it was at a college and career camp sort of thing, mm-hmm. like retreat thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in the cabin afterwards with with the some of the other guys and actually it might have just been one other guy at the time and the other guys were brushing their teeth or whatever and we were talking and he said you know man i just wish that we were back in the 50s like you know that's when uh guys knew who they were girls knew who they were and and you know things were so great back then and i remember being like yeah like maybe for some people it was great back then but yeah but there's so many for lots of people like it was like racially horrible. I mean, it still is yeah. in lots of places, but you know, yeah, and, but it, it was, and yeah, smiled upon to be racially horrible. Oh, and, 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 and sexism like, was rampant. Total, like complete sexism and misogyny, and and like I, I bet that some men felt like great comfort in the fact that they knew what they were supposed to do with their mm-hmm. lives, and women felt the same. But I bet there was a whole bunch of other men and women who were like, "Wow, mm-hmm. I really can't fit into this mold, and I don't know what to do." Yeah. So, I mean, like, in some ways, yeah. it's an interesting question. Now, the thing is, is, is that a black and white, is that a black and white vision of the world? Yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, and 
maybe that's what they were trying to talk. Yeah, like like you're saying, that's what they were trying to talk about was that black and white vision of the world and how could color come into it. But it's so much more like, and I mean, at the end, the judge becomes colorful when he gets angry, right? So at the yeah. end, they're like, oh, look, there's other ways color can come into the world. But it's like uh, a little bit too late, my friend. Like you just had like teenagers yes. having sex and like a woman masturbating on screen and things like that. That's how you thought color yeah. came into the world. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, like if, if if it had been a much broader sort of exploration of emotion, like mm-hmm. for example, uh, in and out, right? Mm-hmm. Which it, I that, never saw. No, is that the movie? No, what's Which, that's, that's that's the Kevin, the Kevin Klein, Klein movie. one? Yeah, that's yeah. also about relationships. But yeah, it is, no, but... what's the one that's a Pixar movie about? Uh, you mean Inside Out? Inside Out. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've mixed those two up. Before. I may have. Yes, Inside Out is a mm-hmm. wonderful movie, I think. I know that not everybody likes I'm, it, but I'm not a fan, but yeah. But I love it because it is very much about emotions and it's about it's it's yeah. also kind of simplistic about emotions. Yeah. But at the very least it it like explores it. It explores how like being sad is actually okay and it's a good mm-hmm. thing. Um yeah. and it's got its values. Like like yeah. you could do a movie that's about um but the problem mm-hmm. you know what I think it is? It's I remember uh, there's a guy named Alan Jacobs uh, who I love mm-hmm. yes. every, everything that he writes. And he says, he talks about our temporal bandwidth, which is like, you know, how much, how much awareness do we have of anything outside of this present moment? And yeah. to me doing those, that kind of like super judgmental, you know, it's like really that movie is judging the, yeah. the 1950s and the 1940s in ways that are, are straw men, right? Like it's just a yeah. straw man about the 1950s. It's like, I mean, the 1950s has a lot of things that was not, that were not good, but yes. like, Oh, for sure. Our, our era is that much better. It's actually, sorry, I'm going on a rant right now. It feels no, like. no, it's fine. I'm enjoying it. Go ahead. It, it's a very, uh, it's a good example of a nineties movie, not to judge the past, but, <laughs> but there's something about a lot of nineties movies, not the whole nineties yeah. era, but nineties movies that are, they're kind of like reflective of this. We figured it all out. Yeah. I was to say, you know, like, like, yeah. um, you know, we know where we're at. And I guess, I mean, maybe, maybe that's something well, that has, say, isn't hasn't that changed. Every, every era looks yeah. back on the era's before and says, ah, but we've got it right. But well, it might work yeah, for us. it might work for us. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's a fair, I think a fair one. Like I, I do appreciate that they were trying, right. Well, yeah, I guess like, they were, they're trying to, they're trying to look at things and say, what would this have been like? Well, you know what? Maybe it was just, what would this have been like now? Like, uh, but. Right. Um, like if, if they had had one character who lost their temper and they became colorful yeah. and one t- character who, um, you know, saw a rainbow for the first time, I don't know how you do that. Like, no, like, yeah like a whole bunch of different other, other kinds of emotions. And I mean, uh, I guess, I guess they're trying to portray that it's love a lot of the time that maybe triggers it for these characters. Right. I don't think so. I think it's pleasure. Yeah, I guess that's like, true. Oh, for the, you, they could have one I'm trying character. To remember it. I'm trying to remember, but one character ride a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and then good... suddenly they're a color, colorful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they have the, have this epiphany moment. Yeah. Um, read a good yeah. book. I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. What like do, do you think are there any redeeming qualities to it? Well, like it, it is a movie like I mean we've been sl- slagging it this whole time, but I actually do have a lot of positive nostalgia for Pleasantville. Right? Like there are moments in it that have really stuck in my mind more than other movies like where I'm just like, "Oh, like I can just picture the scene where she pulls the apple out of the tree and it's red and the moon's behind. Like I can right. picture these moments or the mural that Jeff Daniels paints and stuff. Yeah. So it does for me, there is something, there was something about it that was different than the other nineties movies I was watching mm. in the nineties, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was just that it was a movie that was maybe a little like I was watching younger movies and it was maybe just my jump to sort of older movies. Right. But there was something about it that was kind like of like soft core huh. porn kind yeah, of well, uh, no, older movies. Not, not quite like that. <laughs> but, but it was a movie that distinctly did like have more thought than a lot of the stuff I watched at the time. So right. for me, the redeeming factor yeah. is mostly nostalgia. But that being said, is it a movie that I want to say to the kids? Oh, I can't wait to show you Pleasantville. <laughs> No, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it, that is actually an interesting point, like about, yeah. in some ways it is a philosophical movie, right? Yeah. Like in the same, like not in the same category, like, uh, or uh, I'm not sure the word I'm looking for, but like it's uh, the matrix came out a year later, which is kind yeah. of interesting, right? Like that's crazy. Um, and obviously the matrix is, is a much more intricate mm-hmm. kind of, and actually dark city, another very philosophical movie came out, right around the same time, like maybe, maybe in 98 or 97. I can't remember. Right. Okay. Um, so, I mean, there are movies coming out at that point that are kind of like, let's be more reflective about things. I think yeah. the thing about it is that if you're going to try to do that, I I just thought it was so weak. Yeah. Like, and, and maybe that was, maybe that's the thing is that if it had, it just was such a letdown, right? Yeah. Like, and if yeah. you're going to do, like it's philosophical, but in some ways it's also an allegory, right? It's trying to be an yes. allegory for something. And I just didn't feel like it was hitting the mark. It yeah. wasn't yeah. allegorizing anything that really, I don't know, or, or didn't make sense or it, yeah, it was, yeah, kind of shallow to me. Yeah. 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 No, that's fair. So, I mean, with that said, for our viewers who are, I'm sure, on the edge of their seats trying to figure out how where you stand, well, keep, keep or not keep? Yeah, I mean, I uh, best movie of 1998. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, I, uh, I knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I think I think I am happy to get rid of it, and yeah. we may have already gotten rid of it. I would say, who knows? It's probably in my giant pile for the reuse center that can't go there because it's shut down due to COVID. So, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I would say. Pleasantville is a not keep in the sense that I just don't really, for me, if we're going to keep a movie, I want it to be something that I'm like, I can't wait to show our kids or I'll really enjoy. Totally. Kids will like this. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And, or, or I think I'll watch that again. I probably won't. Like. I, I don't think I would either. Like, it's the kind of movie that if I ever, for whatever reason, felt the need to like, give it another chance. I'd mm-hmm. be happy to just stream it or yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sure it's on a, the library website yeah. or something. It'll but... show up somewhere. Eventually we don't need to keep it around because no. there are movies that like, you know, my Batman begins yeah, um, or Batman beyond. Sorry. Yeah. Um, beyond. I uh, like, that's one where not easy to find. So I'm never going to let go of it because <laughs> spoiler alert, we're not yeah. getting rid of that one. No, um, we're not. 
Yeah. Right. And so, because it's something that I'm like, we aren't going to be able to find it to stream. Yes. And it's, I mean, even if we can, it's hard to do so. And it's such a well worth watching kind of thing. Yeah. Whereas Pleasantville probably find it to stream if we even have the inclination. So, you know, what is interesting about Pleasantville? I yeah. just saw this the other day uh, yeah. or earlier today. Uh, yeah. Gary Ross directed it. And okay. Gary Ross also directed Seabiscuit, another Tobey Maguire movie. Right. And he's also the star and of Glenn the, Gary, Glenn Ross. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> but he did direct the, the Hunger Games. Oh, he did, hey? Yeah. That's interesting. So, uh, Speaking of movies I also haven't seen. And, and a movie that is also philosophically inclined, right? Yeah. But yeah. which is, I think, a little bit more uh, complex and nuanced. I think that's the thing. This movie yeah. doesn't have any nuance to it. I mean, <laughs> Hunger Games, we can debate that later. I'm not, I don't think it's quite as complex as it thinks it is, but. Uh, yeah, that's fair enough. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Maybe if we do a, um, a book version of this uh, podcast and yeah. go through all of our books and figure out whether, yeah. which ones we're keeping. We yeah. can talk about Hunger Games. Yeah, well, it's, uh, the problem with the books is that Elliot won't let us get rid of that one, even if that's we want true. to. So that's true. But that's fine. Um, okay, well, awesome. There we go. Okay, one more, one more DVD one, down. One more DVD down. On to the next. I think we uh, can do Goonies next because I believe we also we did have watched watch it. That. Yeah. yeah. So awesome with the kids. Okay. Right. Well, thanks very much. Yeah, thanks talk for to listening. You all later. Yeah. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. 